This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chandanan. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan, and together with me is Ellen Lee, uh, who is an arts writer. Ellen, welcome back to the show. Hi, Sharmila. So together today, we are going to be reviewing an art exhibition that's currently happening at GMBB Mall. Um, it's called Telur Pecah 2021. Uh, it's curated by Philip Wong. It's happening until the 28th of November. And um, I thought we'd just start off by, I think I, I want to frame it with this particular thing that they're using to promote it quite a bit. The fact that it features the works of 50 different artists. And uh, the whole idea, I think, is to present a plethora of works that um are really kind of um, taking on various styles, various motifs. And then the exhibition is divided into specifically themed galleries. So that's really the experience that the the exhibition is going for. Um, Ellen, what did you what did you make of it? What were your main takeaways? Um, to be honest, I didn't have much of any takeaway. I I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't very impressed by this show and it, I didn't think that it was very memorable um, mm-hmm. I think the show and the mall that it's in which is this GMBB mall which is a new mall that's branding itself as an art mall um, both of both the show and the mall felt very vague and directionless <laughs> however there were a few I mean there were a few works here and there which I thought were, were quite um, I mean I was that I was quite pleasantly surprised to discover. Well, I'll start with the positive, I guess. Um, yeah. I do like the idea of a mall kind of dedicating itself to this idea of art. Now, whatever that may be or how they may choose to interpret it, of course, is is um, left open to be seen. Uh, I've seen stuff at GMBB that's been successful. I've also seen stuff that didn't work so well. Um, so the idea of having an art exhibition, an art exhibition of this scale, because they're quite a lot of pieces and it takes up an entire floor um, in the mall, is quite nice. Um, I like the idea of people feeling like they don't have to go into a museum or gallery to look at art. And, and it tends to feel like a safer, more, I suppose you can take your Instagrammy photos without worrying that curators or the, the quote unquote snobby art critics are there to judge you. Um, and I always feel like anything that breaks down those kinds of barriers for art is good. Um, so that's that's something I enjoyed. But that said, with this show, I do agree with you that it all felt very vague. I was struggling to figure out, um, I was struggling to figure out what the point was. So the theme, the Lopachat, doesn't necessarily tell you a lot beyond being kind of evocative and fun. I suppose it it has this idea also of something um opening up. Um, and, and I think that's coming after the pandemic, it makes sense. I would have liked to see more cohesion, I think, and a more structured idea of what this exhibition is trying to do beyond just, here are 50 artists, look at their work. Um, And that's really kind of it. And it doesn't help, I think, that most of the works 
don't necessarily stand out in any specific way. Um, part of that could be also just the curation of it because those seven, um, those eight rooms or so what that they've been divided into also kind of lack cohesion. Um, yeah, I, I wanted more from this. I think I came away remembering specific works or being led to discover specific new artists that I now kind of want to watch out for. But beyond that, with this many works on display, I would have liked to have more stick with me. Yeah, and I think also with those specific works, I mean, yeah, just just like just like you said, there were a few that stood out for me, like specific works and specific artists, but not necessarily uh, anything that cohered with the rest of the room that they were in or the rest of the exhibition. But then I also wonder whether um, those artists were more like um, like an oasis, you know, in a desert wherein you're so confused by and bewildered by everything and then you you see something that's actually quite good but you don't know if it's actually sort of good good or you're just like oh finally this is something that's not as bad <laughs> what did you make of the themes because i i i know i say that it felt vague but then I feel like the themes also didn't necessarily help because, you know, they're, they're, they either ended up feeling still pretty vague in the sense that there seemed to be a theme like urban and then half the works in that gallery didn't necessarily evoke urbanness or, or on the other hand, it felt too on the nose. Like you'd have a theme like garden yeah. and then everything was just flowers and plants. And, and neither of those approaches worked for me too well. I, ha I think the only quote-unquote themed room or gallery that I enjoyed and that's just because visually it's very striking uh, is the abstract one because it's this whole long haul of abstract paintings and um, on a very shallow level it's beautiful it's really beautiful to walk through and it's a very immersive sort of space that's the only one that it worked for me what about you? Yes, well, I agree that the themes were very, very vague like there were, I think, like you said seven or eight rooms and they were sort of broken up into very superficial themes like urban, which had, um, which sort of cobbled together images that featured the city or some kind of cityscape and then garden, which cobbled together images that had flowers in them and then abstraction, which put all the abstract works together. Um, it's very, well, the thematic grouping of the works in each room is already quite superficial and then the all seven rooms don't even sort of like cohere with each other like there's no real reason I there's no real clear direction why one room leads into the other except that it's just sort of like this like Pinterest style mood board of vaguely related images Oh, Pinterest style mood board is yeah. actually a really interesting observation because when you mention it, that's that's really what it feels like. It, yeah. it feels like it's just kind of um, vaguely grouped together because these look kind of nice together in some yeah. way. Um, but then you move to the next quote unquote board and it's something completely different and doesn't really take you on a journey. Um, so I wanted to add also that in addition to uh, the galleries, which feature, I, I would assume, artists or more established artists they're also boxes um, which then feature 
I mean, I, I presume the idea is to feature what are more hobbyists or hobby artists, um, or they're even children. They're people with uh, special needs, work by all of these people. But then there were also some boxes that I think were dedicated to particular artists. So again, I struggled to figure out what the what the difference was between the galleries and the boxes, other than each box was dedicated to sometimes one or two artists working around specific kinds of works. Um, I found the boxes actually quite interesting only because uh, they featured more quirky works, things so there were more pop art or comic or sketches. Um, and it almost felt like I was in a, in a sort of art fair than an exhibition. Um, but again, I felt like it never really came together. You, you just feel like you're kind of wandering in a, in a random space where you come across things that are interesting and then you move on to something else. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, in, in, I think that the, I wasn't really clear what the boxes were about either. I mean, some definitely seem like they were dedicated to like maybe children and then some seem like they were works from art students in like art colleges. Uh, it, I think it's sort of uh, more than anything, even though there were 50 artists in total in the whole show, it still felt very empty to me. Like the amount of stuff actually just sort of emphasized the emptiness and the sort of blankness of this space. And it felt very, um, I don't know, like very desperate. Like they were just sort of like trying to fill up space which I don't like to experience in an exhibition. You know, I don't like to feel like something is just there because they need to fill up the space. Mm. Well, yeah. we'll continue our conversation after this. And I wanted to touch on specific uh, works or artists that we did enjoy or that stood out for us. Uh, but we are reviewing the Lur Pachach 2021. That's happening um, at the GMBB Mall until the 28th of November. Um, let us know. Have you been out for an art exhibition yet? What's something that's caught your interest? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM 89.9, the business station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chintana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by arts writer Ellen Lee. And together we are reviewing The Low Pachach 2021. That's a contemporary art exhibition that's happening at GMBB Mall until the 28th of November. It's curated by Philip Wong. So we've um, not been uniformly positive about this exhibition <laughs> thus far, uh, but I did want to touch on the things that uh, perhaps we did like or that we enjoyed. And I wanted to start by asking you, Ellen, whether any particular artist or any particular work stood out for you. Yeah, so in the sort of when you go in uh, at the entrance of this winding exhibition layout, uh, there is this one senior artist called Sharifa Zura Al-Jeffrey, whom I hadn't heard of before until this exhibition. So that was quite a pleasant surprise to discover because I really, she has these uh, very expressive uh, charcoal drawings, I think of flowers and nature. Um, and then she also has these smaller 
drawings of uh, of like COVID and like her family during these like pandemic times. And I thought they were really, really quite stunning and quite beautiful. And I, I never heard of this artist before, but she is clearly an established artist. Um, but the only context that was given about her were these two uh, printout editorials from different newspapers. Uh, like the, the curator himself didn't make much of an effort to elaborate why he put her in there or who she is or yeah, like what her background is. Um, we, like visitors were sort of just expected to read these, these printouts of interviews that she'd done with newspapers. Yeah, that that actually detracted a little bit for me from that particular aspect because it was really nice to see um, Sharifah's works mm. all in one place. I've only seen one or two of her works before this oh, and kind of seeing some of her older works in juxtaposition with the newer things she's worked on was a really great opportunity. But yeah, there was very little context as to why her, why now, why in this exhibition? Um, and if you didn't know her, who is she and what is her <laughs> relevance to the Malaysian art scene? Um, putting up a newspaper article for us to find out about her felt a little odd in an art exhibition, um, yeah. particularly when this is an exhibition that allows you to kind of scan a QR code and open a catalog and so on as mm. you go in anyway. There were so many opportunities, I think, to allow for there to be reading it material that we can access. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was a nice one. Um, I just wish it was perhaps offered um, a little better to us. I liked a couple of artists. Um, I mentioned I discovered some that I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the sculptures that were there by um, this artist called Sin Ka Leong. Um, I found them very ethereal and, and sort of um, fantasy inspired. And, and I like the way they look. Um, they're just very interesting works. Uh, there were also relatively few sculptural works. So I think the ones that were there stood out compared mm-hmm. to the paintings, which were just, you know, walls and walls of paintings. Um, the other one that, that I really enjoyed was actually um, Chronicle 2 by Xiao Fei Ding, which is a, um, a, a series of paintings that all document Uh, her feelings over the course of the pandemic in 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's just very um, emotional, but sort of quietly emotional. And she uses these small figures of people that are dwarfed by these um, abstract-ish landscapes that that she's painted. I think that, I think as a a work of pandemic art or a response to the pandemic, they worked really well. Um, But yeah, really, other than that, a couple of weeks after attending the exhibition, I'm I'm still struggling to really remember much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the issues or challenges that I had with the exhibition overall was with this many artists um, being featured um, and this much work being featured, particularly at the tail end of two years for Malaysia that have been quite significant in terms of not just the pandemic, but also politics and discussions on social issues, all of the works felt really, really divorced from much. Um, and for all that, there are so many names and diversity in terms of types of artists. There wasn't a lot of diversity in terms of, for instance, I would have liked to see more Indigenous artists. I would have liked to see more artists from Sabah and Sarawak. I would have liked to see the works engage with diverse themes um, or relate to diverse communities. Instead, everything just felt very, very superficial. And I think that might be why nothing felt very memorable for me. I think, yeah, I think that also like goes back to uh, curation, right? Like 
the idea of diversity here, it was not very clear um, why the exhibition needed to be diverse, like what form of diversity it was taking. And uh, yeah, I mean, it really just felt like uh, like a broken egg, like it just sort of like all over the place, right? But I think, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I think at this moment, like as we're reaching the end of the year and as we've just sort of uh, gotten out of the lockdown, um, there's been a lot of activity in the art scene. There's been a lot of other malls of doing art fairs as well, like the one in Lot 10. Um, I think people are not taking art. Like, I think people are very desperate to sort of show art, but as to show art and to show a lot of it, but there's no, to, to sort of like overwhelm visitors, but without any clear reason why mm. they wish to do so. It's almost like, well, if we're going to convince you to come out to see us, we better give you like this many things to see yeah. because you need a lot of reason to step out and go to a public yeah. place anyway. Um, no, I, I get that. Um, I, I didn't I didn't think of it until you mentioned it, but you're mm-hmm. right that there is, you know, sometimes, sometimes it, you don't need that kind of quantity. Sometimes a, an engaging, deep experience is actually more worthwhile than this. I mean, I still wouldn't say this isn't worth going only because if you're in the area, if you're in GMBB, go and take a stroll around. It's probably not going to take you too long because you're not likely going to spend too much time in each of the galleries. Um, and I'm always a, a, a proponent of being able to just take in some art where you can and, and see what appeals to you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that as an exhibition that could have been so much more, um, I'm, I would have liked to see this perhaps if you are going for diversity to actually engage Mm. with what that idea means um, and and what that could result in when it comes to art instead of diversity in terms of volume, which is what this seems to be. Yeah, I feel like the diversity thing, I mean, like, I I feel like art is being used very somewhat cynically. So I feel like the diversity thing as well is also being used in a very sort of like cynical way. Um, Like, for example, this GMBB mall, which is rebranding itself, which is trying to brand itself as an art mall, I feel is I feel the truth is that Kuala Lumpur doesn't really need any more malls. So each new commercial development that comes up sort of has to find a unique niche to sort of justify itself. And that's when you get all this very like superficial content. Actually, using the word content yeah. is quite significant because it's the word that we use to refer to just the, the sort of huge glut of things that yeah. are available in the online space. And this actually fits in. It, it does feel like content rather than art. Uh, well, on that note, thank you, Ellen, for reviewing this with me. Thank you. We've been reviewing the Lopecha 2021, which is a contemporary art exhibition that's currently happening at GMBB Mall. It's on until the 28th of November. Uh, and we'd like to hear from you. Have you been out for any art exhibitions? What were some that caught your eye? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Everyone's a critic. Jointly presented with Chendana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, visit www.baskl.com.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.